All things automotive with the petrol head, Niku Smith. And it is Jits at Breakfast. You know, I've got this passion that's been burning, burning within my soul. I've always wanted to go to the Monaco Grand Prix. And I just, oh, I've always, and hopefully one of the fine days I'll go. Not that I'm undermining the Canadian, the Montreal Grand Prix. I think it's all great. But Canada is just cold. I just see cold. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say their dream would be to go to the Monaco Grand Prix. It's not always the most exciting. It can become quite a procession because the streets are narrow. Yeah. But just for the for the glitz and glamour and, and, and what it feels like, um, I think Monaco would always be a great choice to go. There's a few Grand Prix that you can put in your list, and I'm sure Monaco has to be one of them. The heritage of the Grand Prix, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it would be a good one to go to. But best you start saving because I don't think it's cheap. <laughs> oh, Nico, that will break the bank. But anyway, let me go to the voice notes. As a person who has just acquired a defensive driving certificate last year, I have just realized that going through uh, that defensive driving is very important. defensive driving mechanism because it helps a lot. It helps a lot. From the moment you are going to start the, your, your journey, there are some basics that you need to apply there up until you go into the road. It makes you aware of everything that comes in front of you sideways and even backwards. Even side pickings, reverse pickings, it's absolutely amazing. This is Nkabi Musasi from Azirul Sud. Thank you. Thanks. Nico, a comment? Well, no, I, I think um, uh, when you get a dry, when you get your license, it just simply means you can control the car and 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 not run off the road. It doesn't necessarily make you a good driver. So a driving course is worth one, and they're not cheap things. But it's an investment in yourself and your family and the people who will drive with you for always, um, because it's part of the confidence you have. So you can, you know, if you're driving a lot, the more you drive, the better you get at it, like anything else. But it still doesn't necessarily mean that you're good at, at, at anticipation or what, what happens when the car skids. In certain countries, um, the advanced driving, so the skid pan side of it, is actually part of the driving course you, or your test. So you do those things as well. In the Scandinavian countries, that's part of you getting your license. You can control the car when it skids. In South Africa, it's not that important, unfortunately. Um, I think it would have been a good idea to say, well, part of your driving course is a skid pan course. But the fact is, it's worth the money to invest in yourself. That's the way I see it. Let's take another one. Hi there and hi Nico. I personally prefer applying the brakes until the car slows down enough where I need to change down the gear. Because for me, uh, that actually saves my brakes. I don't put a lot of load on my brakes. There's this thing called engine braking also. I mean, as I apply my brakes, without uh, uh, pressing onto the clutch pedal. If I leave the brakes, the car doesn't suddenly, you know, jerk a little bit forward to show that that force that has been restricting it is, is off because the engine revs would have come down also. So braking with your clutch uh, uh, engaged, meaning with your clutch pedal not depressed, actually helps the car to slow down without putting too much load on the brakes. So if you press your full clutch while and then you press your brakes. 
I mean, the car is now completely free and it's only being held by the brakes and all that force goes into your brakes, you know, and the brakes alone are the ones that are slowing down the car. I, I, I guess everyone can safely brake whether they prefer to press the clutch pedal as soon as they brake or later, it, also depending on the speed. But I just think it's far much safer and it puts less uh, load on your brakes to actually slow down with your brakes until you need to change down. That's when your engine revs go low, where you really you didn't, uh, really need to change the gear down. Turbo on the road. Okay, that's a, a quite... Thank you. Oh, okay. Hi, Nico. How do you know if your wheel bearings are faulty? Thank you. Okay, so um, the first thing with Tomo, I agree with you completely. I think we're probably saying the same thing. So if you're driving, just that's why I said you just apply the brakes. You're not putting in the clutch. Um, I, uh, I, in, in an emergency, it's brake and clutch immediately. But otherwise, it's just the brake. And he's 100% right. You have engine braking as well. It's the same as going down a mountain pass. It's actually a much better idea to go down a mountain pass and go down a gear and then don't use the brakes. So let the engine do the braking because it saves the brakes and the car is actually more stable. So it's an excellent point, and I, I agree on that 100%. So if you, where you can use the gearbox to slow you down is much better as opposed to the clutch in when you're braking. That's why you don't go clutching all the time as well. It's something to, to add to that. So, But in an emergency, if you need to stop suddenly because the cars are stopping, brake and clutch together. Otherwise, use the engine braking. When it comes to the bearings, um, um, when they're done, um, I, I'm not 100% sure. If you're unsure, take it in. If you feel a shudder when you're braking or there's a knocking sound or a shaking sound on the steering wheel when you're braking, that could be an indication. I would just, if you're unsure, rather have it checked out as opposed to driving and making the damage worse or having an accident caused because, you know, you sort of delaying things. Rather go somewhere to uh, a good um, place where you can service the car to rather check it out. Well, Nico, that's been very insightful. I'm sure we've I've learned a thing or two. But you know, bad habits, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> no, you can, you can, you can. You just put them on a skit pan. You can always teach an old dog new tricks. You just be patient with that old dog. Nico, thank you so much. Can't wait to chat to you next week. Have thank a fantastic have a weekend. weekend. And, yeah, and be safe. Bye-bye for now. That's, that's, that's Nico Smith. That's my petrol head. My petrol chef saying to me, I can't teach a new dog new tricks. Listen, if you've been driving for 40, 50 years, and I say, you've been just braking, and then I come and I say, uh-uh, you need to clash and brake. It's like, Bertha, thank you very much, but sit down. Anyway, let's go to the news. It's 9 o'clock.